Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, be awesome listeners, depending on when you're listening to this first ever and hopefully first of many podcasts. My name is Joshua Peach, your host and creator of Be Awesome, the essential elements to kicking ass. A little bit about me to kick things off here. Uh, I started my professional career approximately 15 years ago with a company called Dude Solutions as a sales rep and uh, worked my way up to sales manager and uh, national director of sales for higher education and independent schools and I had a lot of fun. We grew the company from essentially nothing to one of the largest in the world and uh, now we have over 700 employees. a little over three years ago, uh, I was approached to become the company's corporate evangelist, uh, which was exciting for me because I had no idea what it was, what it entailed, or what I would be doing. Uh, what that meant for me was that I would be traveling a lot. Uh, I've covered approximately 39 states and multiple Canadian provinces over the last three years. I have uh, spoken over 200 times to audiences of 1 to 1,000, and uh, I can continue to get a lot of requests for doing that. My speaking engagements have gone from uh, thought leadership and product-based talks to purely almost 100% motivation, inspiration, attitude awareness type speaking. And that's kind of where we came to this idea of the Be Awesome podcast and Be Awesome program uh, because uh, there's a lot of folks out there and uh, my hope is that I can uh, help spread more positivity and connect through life experiences with you uh, here in these upcoming uh, episodes. My personal life is uh, pretty exciting too. I have one a beautiful fiance, Amy, who I've been uh, friends with since she was 12 years old. We have two fantastic boys, uh, 11-year-old Danny and six-month-old Chance. We also have 26 pets on our property. Uh, We have goats and guinea hens, chickens, a rabbit that's litter box trained, a cat, a couple of dogs, I think I might have said that, three dogs, uh, and a fish. And uh, we keep pretty busy with uh, with our herd here, but it's a whole lot of fun, and the kids love to uh, have the pets and uh, live out in the woods. But my my neighbors, uh, or one of my neighbors, uh, is uh, someone, two people very close to me. My 96 year old grandmother, who uh, we are lucky enough to share the same birthday, and my mother. And my dad lives about a half mile away, and Amy's parents live uh, in town along with her brother and. Uh, his girlfriend and their daughter and so we have a pretty close-knit family uh, unit that's uh, all within 10 to 15 minutes so we get to spend a bit of time together so between the kids uh, traveling animals uh, living in the woods where things are always seeming to uh, need cutting mowing raking uh, I have very little time for for hobbies so I just kind of keep busy and find odds and ends of things to do. But I do love the Patriots and Tom Brady. Uh, not a big fan of uh, avocado ice cream. If you don't know what that is, uh, search Tom Brady and avocado ice cream. Um, I also love to try to perfect the art of 
cooking Portuguese steak on a stick. Uh, that is something my grandfather did when I was growing up, and he seemed to be a master at it. He could cook this steak to perfection on just about anything. Uh, and what it is is uh, it's essentially a, a cube steak that you put on a, a long skewer, anywhere between four and six feet long, and you cook it over an open flame. Uh, typically, the flame is, is not a big flame, it's mostly uh, coals. It's a lot of heat. It's intense heat, quick cooking, um, and you use a uh, mixture of different spices and salt that you would rub on the steak for seasoning, and it is fantastic. But uh, since my grandfather's passed, I've tried to carry on the legacy and uh, and continue to do that. You know, why, why, a, why a podcast, I guess, is uh, one of the things that uh, was posed as a question for me. Uh, my traveling over the last three years, I've come across a lot of people that are really unhappy. Um, and that's hard, you know, from when I wake up in the morning to when I go to bed uh, at night uh, when traveling, I encounter a lot of people that are unhappy. Many of them most likely have a valid reason. And I'll never know what it is. Some of them are just unhappy because that's what they choose to do in the morning. Um, so, you know, my biggest thing for here is that everyone has a story and everybody also has a potential to be happy uh, and everybody has the potential to come out of something uh, difficult with becoming happy opposed to staying in a in a bad situation uh, and a lot of it is perspective a lot of it is reminding yourself every day of very simple things um, you know that Amy had this sh- uh, t-shirt when she ran up her first 5k and it said the difference between a good day and a bad day is your attitude 100 percent accurate it costs nothing uh you could you choose to wake up every day uh determining what the weight of the world is for you uh in many cases some stuff is just so difficult and challenging that you just kind of have to put the foil over the windows get a bottle of jack daniels and just say hey you know what i ain't gonna see anybody today i'm gonna ride this thing out um, but come out of it uh, a better person. You know, got to take a pity party day every once in a while. But for the most part, a lot of the stuff that we're upset about or unhappy with uh, is stuff that's, first of all, out of our control. The second thing is it really ain't going to make that big of a deal in the whole scheme of things for our whole lives. Uh, the biggest and greatest example I can give of my own self-improvement is when I started traveling uh, a lot uh, three-plus years ago, I encountered a lot of things known as flight delays, flight cancellations, reroutes, uh, lots of things related to travel. And I can remember uh, distinctly the first time that there was a significant delay. We were sitting on the on the tarmac for a pretty long period of time. Definitely wasn't sitting in first class. I was lucky they gave me a cup of water. And I just remember getting really, really frustrated. And we were held because of weather and uh, I, along with many people, were extremely upset, um, disappointed, angry, and it happened to be a flight home. Um, I chose to be unhappy about that. I chose to be upset about it, and I chose to let the world know about it. And what I came to realize shortly thereafter was I was stupid. Uh, the airline didn't choose to have bad weather. They didn't choose to be sitting on the tarmac. They obviously want us to get home, but they want us to get home safely. And if weather or a mechanical failure, even a staffing issue is happening, those are all things that you don't want to find out about when you're at 36,000 feet. You want to figure it out on the ground. And if it's an extra hour, two hours, heck, if it's an extra day to get home, I'd rather get home. So 
I've had to change my mindset with my travel to understand that. I've also had to do something called adjust my time accordingly. Because I choose to run my flight so close to potentially missing a connection or missing an opportunity to speak or missing a window to get home. That's on me. That's not on the airline. So if I have a speaking engagement in California on Wednesday, I'm not going to pick the last flight out on Tuesday night and then expect to get there. And when I don't be mad at everybody other than myself, that's poor planning. That was a bad decision on my part. I'm going to book the first flight out on Tuesday, and that's going to give me the ability to adjust accordingly based on things that might happen. Heck, I might go out there Monday night if I can. Why not? It's beautiful out there. Sooner or later, I'm hopefully going to be able to take Amy along on some of these trips and the kids. Um, But, you know, they got something known as school and activities to go on. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, that hits us that we unnecessarily get upset with. And I think I do a bit of a better job of it. I have anyway. I know I have over the last three years. Ain't perfect. Far from perfect. Um, but I'm uh, I'm working on it. And a work in progress. I'm going to share with you my work in progress. And uh, my next podcast next week is going to be solely on perspective and kind of a lot of examples of my life in which the perspective of something changing it just a small bit makes all the difference in the world. You know, I'm... Uh, struggling the last month and a half or so uh share with you this has been an incredible struggle and uh, if you hear noise in the background i have invested in a pretty good microphone that drowns out most of the music but uh uh, and noise but for the last month and a half i have gone full steam ahead nights and weekends spare time working on developing be awesome, be awesome the company, be awesome the podcast, be awesome uh, coming soon, even some clothing and other things. And uh, a lot of this is really, really new to me. Um, I haven't formed a business in 18 years. I I was in business with my father um, in the early 2000s. So um, I've been employed gainfully by uh, an employer and let them do all of the nitty-gritty with the paperwork and the business plans and all of the things that surround that. And so a lot of this stuff has been very new. Uh, And the next piece to all of this was I thought talking into a microphone would be really, really easy. As I said, I've spoken over 200 times in the last three years around the country to countless people. Uh, I get great reviews, and people say they want to hear from me again. A lot of this uh, that you're going to be getting, many of you are new listeners, I hope, but many of you are also people that have experienced me live that have said, hey, you should do a podcast. We want more because I have to fit so much uh, of my life or my story or the stories or the examples or the training in a very set, small, minute amount of time, typically less than two hours, most of the time an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. you got to fill a lot up in that amount of time. And you also know that people aren't going to remember all of it. But with that said, I really thought talking into a microphone, doing a podcast would be easy with that experience. And it has arguably been one of the hardest things in my life. I have done countless takes myself in my office uh, trying to do the first episode, all of them um, mediocre at best, uh, disappointing 
uh, more times than not. I've attempted to do multiple podcasts uh, with um, guests to try to break the ice that way and get comfortable and have someone. I did one in, in Colorado Springs, and somehow in my editing, I've deleted the whole file. Um, I'm, you're going to find very quickly that I'm not technologically advanced. I don't have opening and closing music because I have no idea how to put it in. It's probably a waste of airtime anyway. But I don't, I'm not going to do editing because I already proven that I screw that up. And uh, I tried to do a podcast yesterday and had a great two guests. I had a childhood friend and I had a pro NBA basketball player. I mean, how lucky was I have a pro NBA basketball player, Dana Barrows, come in and sit down with me and be willing to tell me his incredible story and spend time with me. And we had lightning strike in the parking lot. We had downpour, torrential downpour rain, and it compromised the quality and caliber of the podcast to the point where it's not even, um, really uh, worthy I don't believe I'm going to try to do some some cleaning up of it but it, it wouldn't do justice for what we talked about uh, yesterday so I really have struggled with getting this out this first podcast it's been tough um, and part of the other reason why I'm doing all of this is so that you the listener or fan hopefully or whatever you want to consider yourself right now and hopefully down the road can go through this journey with me from beginning to end. Hopefully it's highly successful. Uh, I'm, I'm going for broke or going broke. Uh, I'm continuing to work full-time uh, days uh, and weekends speaking for, for my software company, but I'm going to spend my nights and weekends and in investing in doing this and launching this and making this really, really pop. Um, but there's going to be a whole bunch of bumps in the road and I want to share it with you. I don't want to share you the things with you that make all the difference in the world, which are really small. Uh, the reason why I share this story with you and why I'm telling you this is right now I'm sitting under a peach tree in my yard. If you hear in the background noise a rooster, that's our rooster Steve. He's a real jerk. Um, this is the most comfortable place in my Adirondack chair, uh, one of the most comfortable places in the world for me, uh, sitting under this tree, listening to the breeze, um, listening to the animals go, and trying to just be comfortable to talk into this microphone and wonder who's listening and how they're listening. But even with all of that, I woke up this morning really uh, struggling, finding purpose, finding how I'm going to do this. How am I going to pull it off? How am I going to give people something worthy of listening to? I shared with you yesterday, I did this podcast with Dana Barrows and a childhood friend. In that conversation, we talked about how I was an awful athlete. Uh, you're going to learn a whole lot about me in these upcoming podcasts. One of the things is I was arguably the worst athlete, uh, not for the lack of trying, uh, definitely a lack of skill, um, and probably I was involved in all of the wrong sports uh, for too long and uh, uh, should have tried some other things. But baseball I was absolutely horrible at. I played it for six years, and there was only one team that we were the championship team, and uh, that was in 19... Uh, I believe 85 or 86, and I played for the Orioles, and uh, we had purple and yellow uniforms, and uh, I haven't seen the majority of those players in 30-plus years. But we talked about it yesterday, and I relived it like it was yesterday, and uh, it was a great time. Uh, I was arguably still the worst player on the team. I think I got hit by more pitches than I actually made hits. Um Today, 
struggling with what I was going to do, how I was going to pull this off, what I was going to say, and really feeling kind of insecure about myself, even being at home and being comfortable. I went to the grocery store and I walked into the grocery store with my 11 year old Danny and we're walking through and I looked up and I haven't seen this guy in 30 years. And I looked at him and I said, is your name Dan? And he said, yep. And I said, you may not remember me, but I'm Josh Peach and I played on the Orioles with you when we won the championship. And within about 10 seconds, we started telling old time stories, talking about life, talking about all this stuff. And I made a joke and I said, what a terrible baseball player I was, right? And he said, yeah, but you know what? You had one of the best attitudes going. Well, think about that. He didn't have to say that. He probably meant it. I hope he did anyway. But he made me feel pretty darn good about myself. And he reminded me why I'm doing this. I'm doing this in hopes that I continue to have one of the best attitudes going and I can help others with their efforts of having the best attitudes going. It really meant a lot to me to hear that. It gave me a vote of confidence. It gave me a feeling of, I can do this. And it was a very simple conversation with someone that I hadn't crossed paths with in almost 30 years that just randomly happened. Think about a random conversation or discussion that you could have with somebody in some very simple words, kind words, opposed to no words or angry words, the difference you can make in someone's day. And maybe they're going through something really tough. Could be the difference of what they're going through in their life. Moving forward, I'm going to do the absolute best job that I can to bring you the best possible relatable stories, experiences, ideas, thoughts, things that I've taken away from reading, leadership institutes, uh, seminars, things that I've done or accomplished. Uh, I'm always looking for opportunities to do better. So if you have suggestions, please go to my website, www.beawesome. That's B-E-A-U-S-M dot com. Again, that's B-E-A-U sm.com and put your name in to join on our newsletter or if you just want to send me something that says you did a great job or hey you stink uh, you can send that to josh j-o-s-h at beawesome.com that's josh j-o-s-h at beawesome b-e-a-u-s-m.com or if you want to give me a call at home talk to me that's fine too 508 238-5711 is where you can reach me there. What the hell? I'll give out my home phone number. Who knows who will give me a call? Again, it's 508-238-5711. And uh, if you like what you hear, please tell your friends. If you don't, tell me. I want to improve. I want to do better. I want to give you guys the best possible be awesome experience that you can get. And uh, I hope you have an awesome week. Thank you for listening to my first ever podcast. I look forward to sharing with you some perspective next week. My hope is to do most of my podcasts under my peach tree, weather permitting, uh, and occasionally have some pretty cool guests. I've got a few lined up that I think you're really going to like. 
but they're all going to be awesome folks that uh, are making a huge impact, a difference, and making some things happen. And on the crow of the rooster, Steve the Jerk, I'm signing off. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great night.